Hey everyone, welcome to the One Track Punk Show, the podcast where I chat with guests to see what inspires them to do what they do and what gives them the drive to pursue it. My name is John Layola, also known as One Track Punk on the internet, and this week is another OTG throwback. Yes, I'm still busy at the moment. Uh, unfortunately, I was not able to speak with anyone during my time, my downtime. So in this OTG throwback, it's going to be David K. And if you don't know who David Kay is, he is a voice actor. He's voiced many, many different characters, but uh, you may know him most from the Ratchet and Clank series. And he is the actor that plays Clank. So hope you guys enjoy this episode. All right, John, do you have the contact info for David Kay? Oh, wait, what? No, no, I, I forgot. I for- <sighs> I, what? Oh, way to go, John. I don't know. If I was the host, this wouldn't have happened. Hey, now, I can figure something out. Um, perhaps I can be of assistance. Whoa, whoa, whoa. where did you come from, little guy? Oh, he's cute. What is going on? I can contact David K for your podcast. Awesome. Yes, please. See, guys, I told you. Figure something out. Uh-huh. Sure. Okay, here it goes. Connecting to David K. <laughs> hey gamers, welcome to a special episode with our special guest, David K. Yay! Yay. Hello everybody. How uh, are you all? We're good. We're doing good. Yeah. Good. How's things with uh, Ratchet and Clank? Is um, a lot of buzz and press. Are you done with the presses with uh, Ratchet and Clank? Wait, let me just say, I-, I wish we had the budget that Angry Birds have. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I opened the newspaper today and said, holy smokes! <laughs> a little more than our little movie. Uh, yeah, deep pockets there. Uh, but uh, you know what? The buzz has been great. And it, it, still, it, you know, the movie is uh, in, in and out of uh, some theaters, but it's still showing and it's still opening in certain areas. I think in July, I think, in Australia. Oh, okay. And then, uh, of course, there's the, you know, the impending uh, DVD and streaming release and all that stuff. So the buzz is still there, and we've had great... Uh, uh, response from fans has been really cool. I, I think they were the biggest thing was people just said that you know that it really represented the game, and uh, you know my, even my mom and dad liked it. They didn't even really know what <laughs> video games are, so <laughs> and their friends liked it. <laughs> so you know it, it's just it's it's been it's been great, but it's uh, a little quieter now that the whole what do you call it, the press junket has died down, so I'm able to kind of breathe for a moment. Yeah, all good. Cool, cool. All right, so um, to get with the our questions, um, so what are what are your favorite hobbies? What do you like to do? Uh, you ever heard of squash? Not, <laughs> oh, not okay. The vegetable, not the yeah. vegetable sport. <laughs> the sport. Like yes. racquetball, yeah. right? <laughs> no, it's, well, it's not like racquetball. No, uh, but it's in played indoors, which is like racquetball. But yeah, no, it's um, you can you can Google it or whatever. But it's that's my uh, it's my addiction. It's my sport addiction. Um, and I'm kind of a bit of a wine nerd. I don't know oh. how that happened, honestly. But living in California. And being exposed to that in wine country, uh, for me, when I go up there, it's like shutting off and driving through an oil painting. So as much, it has much to do with, it's really farming and it's hard work and it's people are passionate about it. And uh, did I say it's hard work? I mean, it's really hard work. <laughs> but it, it, it's it's something, um, it was my life. I really don't know what else to do. I, I enjoy my, my, my friends uh, hanging out with, uh, you know, other, other voice people I hang out with here and... Uh, and I'm honored to be a part of that community. And, and when I go away, I like to kind of go up north to wine country and just, just shut off for a minute. 
and uh, and not talk and just listen. <laughs> so, okay. so yeah, so Squatch and there's that and and uh, I love uh, actually working out with my son, uh, 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 lifting weights in the gym with with, uh, with Spence. That's uh, been oh, cool. a dream of mine since uh, he was like a baby. I thought we thought it'd be cool to lift, and here we are doing it. You know, it's just uh, so those are sort of three things in the triangle of uh, what I like to do with my off uh, off days. Oh, cool, cool, very neat. Yeah. It's unusual. I mean, it's odd, but it's it's my thing. <laughs> no, that's good. Yeah. What's your favorite type of wine? Um, boy, uh, there's 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 a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a bad thing? No, 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 no. no. I, I I love. Uh, I've got to appreciate uh, uh, over the years. Just a friend of mine does a wine program here, and, and over the years, you just the only way you learn is just by drinking and tasting. Um, but uh, my favorites are. Uh, you know, our Pinots and French, uh, French uh, uh, Burgundies and and uh, Sancerres and all this other nonsense. Uh, I just I just like the idea of that every bottle has a story to it. There's somebody's blood, sweat, and tears went into this, and sometimes the family history is very old, or it's relatively new, and uh, it's like each each bottle has a story. I'm, I, I kind of like I, I like that. I like to think about it. I, I'm a deep thinker, so. I could sit down with something and go, hmm, what's the deal with this? What's the story behind that? And it's like that with me for a lot of things, you know, into a book. I want to find out who this person was and what's their story. It's not just wine or anything else. It's just, I kind of go deep like my uh, my uncle, my uncle Spencer, who we named our son after. He was always a very deep thinker and a uh, philosophical kind of guy. And and I always I seem to kind of gravitate towards that to the point where my friend says, can't you just kind of enjoy it and shut up? <laughs> 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 yeah, you're right. Yeah, so, yeah. Cool. Yeah. You guys want to? Not sure. Uh, so, what inspired you to get into acting? Well, it wasn't really acting per se. I started in radio a long time ago, and I think it was I was working in a in a pro shop in a sports pro shop at the local YMCA, and in my hometown of uh, Peterborough, Ontario, Canada, it was many years ago. Well, I'm since an American citizen now. Three months ago, uh, so it's you know uh, where I was born though, and and I grew up. My hometown, and and there's a morning guy in the morning radio station, the station there, or CKPT, and his name was John Marycine, and he used to come in, and I used to think this guy was the biggest celebrity in town, and he was really, and I would grill him with questions about radio, and I got very interested in it. I also started working at a local cable TV station. Those ones put those crazy shows on the air, like things like Second City and Saturday Night Live make fun of. No, oh, okay. I was behind the camera and. Uh, I got fired actually uh, from a volunteer job <laughs> because oh. I couldn't stop laughing uh, during filming of this one show in the studio. And so I, I was removed from behind the camera and I was put in front of the camera. <laughs> and it was punishment. Aww. Uh, and uh, so that's where it started. So radio and local cable TV. And I kind of got the bug for broadcasting. And that turned into a, a job at the local station, a CKPT, after this John Marycine guy. Uh, took pity on me and invited me by the station to see how it all worked. And I was 17 in high school. And uh, they had me, brought me into a room, which was kind of the newsroom. And there was a microphone and and they had these cassettes. Do you remember cassettes? They're really old. <laughs> <laughs> these little things with tape inside. It's magical. And they recorded my voice reading some copy, some commercial or something. And then next thing I know, it would sort of kind of happen quick. I guess it was a job interview. Oh, okay. Um, because they they offered me uh, overnights on the weekends, like midnight to six a.m. on Saturday, Sunday, you know, overnight, and and I 
they they offered the job to me, and I I'm, I was kind of baffled, and I came home to my mom and dad, and I said, I think I think I'm working at the radio station, <laughs> <laughs> so I got hired, and I was horrible, it was horrible. But some guy, one guy, and I always say this to people: this just takes one person to say yes or give you a shot at something. That's all it takes: one person, one woman, one man to go. Yeah, I think the kid's okay, and yeah. they bring you in, and and there I was, kind of thrust into this whole world of broadcasting and that started it all cool <laughs> yeah that's awesome uh all right amanda you want to get the ratchet okay so uh how did you get involved with uh the ratchet and clank series well i guess it was uh well four, 15 well 15 years ago now um mm. and i was in my studio one evening and a audition came through from my agents uh, from Los Angeles, and it was just a paragraph, and so they were looking for a character. It was a robot, and but they don't want him to sound too robotic, and they wanted to give him a personality, and they're trying to come up with a, you know, they want, had a bit of a description of the character, and some dialogue, a paragraph of dialogue or less. And I was really, literally, I, I do a lot of station uh, promo and branding and uh, IDs, like for radio and television stations around the world, and, and commercials and different things. So this is sort of one of the things that just came through, and it's uh, it was just another thing I had to get done before I, I could eat dinner. Um, and I, I looked at it, and well, gee, I don't know. Um, and I started, you know, talking like this, and just doing this sort of thing. And instead of saying um, uh, I'll go somewhere, I would take the you know contraction out. I will go somewhere, and and I, so I gave him a personality, but I. Made him sound a little robotic, so we knew he was, you know, AI. And I just forgot about it. And I sent it in, and well, well, you know, whatever. And I moved on to whatever I was doing next. And I, so I, I just wanted to eat. I remember I was hungry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, so out it went. And then I think it was, uh, I don't know, four to six weeks later, uh, the proverbial agent call. Hey, so <laughs> hey, they want to they want to book you. And I go, what? <laughs> for what? Um, they mentioned I couldn't remember what it was. And and I remember that the agent saying at the time they're, okay so they're going to be recording at Warner Brothers and I went uh, where? No, you know Warner Brothers and I mean like one with the tower and I got all excited about that. <laughs> nice. That's where the first game was done at the Warner Brothers on the Warner Brothers lot. Oh cool. Uh, not too far from, from where I am right now actually. Oh. And that to me was the coolest thing ever because at the time Rob Paulson and I weren't friends I didn't know who Rob Paulson was and I just knew that hey that's the tower were uh, Yakko, Wacko, and Dot. That's yeah. where they live. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I miss a cartoon. It's actually in my studio here. I have uh, I have a collection of, I saw it at the, at the Pasadena flea market. I found the, uh, the, the Yakko, Wacko, and Dot characters, mugs. They're collectible mugs, and there's the and there's the big one. I guess that's where you put the, the coffee in or something. But I have, you know, I'm such a huge fan of the show, and that's all I knew that I was working under that tower. And since uh, Rob and I become friends and know each other very well, and it's just such a thrill to be anywhere near that history you know yeah yeah so that was cool that's that's how it all started so what's your favorite uh sub thing in animaniacs which storyline did you like best I, I i used to love the uh once again uh, uh hug him and squeeze him and keep him from my <laughs> uh, the girl what's her name and uh she would squeeze the crap out of the little animals like, I used no, to Myra? <laughs> no that's no. Animaniacs. She like the red the redhead right is it the little red the girl or something that sounds like but Looney Tunes. Elvira, no, I, mean. I can't remember what's uh, it was. Uh, no, that was. I only remember Pinky and the Brain. That was, <laughs> it was Pinky and the Brain? Oh yeah, uh, Pinky, uh, the, yeah. I, I liked I liked all of it. I mean, I couldn't tell you. I know the songs. Yeah, oh yes. Um, 
but I mean, I just loved it all. It was so weird. I couldn't look away. <laughs> cool. Kind of like what Adventure Time is now as an adult. Oh, I mean, yeah. I'm a 51 year old, you know, male, and I'm, I turn on Adventure Time and I feel like I'm like five and I'm like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> the magic of cartoons. I don't cartoons. know what's going on, but I can't look away. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, yeah, uh, Ratchet & Clank, the, the PS4 game that just uh, was re-released uh, re or reimagined, uh, that game was actually a massive success. It was actually the second best sold game in, for April, and I'm pretty sure they're going to continue with more Ratchet & Clank because of this success. Um, you would think. Would All think? the fingers are crossed, but oh. yeah, you would think. I think um, they have plans, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I don't I know so. any, no one said <laughs> anything, but I'm sure they're, uh, they're meeting in boardrooms somewhere discussing the whole thing. Oh, yeah, I would love it. I'd love more. My son actually said when the uh, movie came out, so you know, they should, or well, actually when the game came out, he said, you know what they should do is they, they should redo uh, the next one because the technology's changed and it looks so cool and looks so great. It's to sort of, re, you know, um, do a rehash of uh, the story with the new technology. And, and yeah. I'd love to see that. Yeah, because yeah, the, the game was just, I was basically playing the movie. It's just exactly, it looks exactly like the movie. Yeah, you kind of wanted to pick up a controller and start playing the film. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was neat. Uh, so, um, did you ever think there would be a, a movie for Ratchet and Clank? I kind of lost all hope after the. I know that quite a while ago they were talking about it, and we got all excited. And then you become jaded here in Hollywood, and you go, "Bah, it'll never happen." Yeah. <laughs> oh no, they want to do a film. Yeah, yeah, okay, sure, sure, kid. Uh, and then it it came up again. And it looked like it was a it was a go. And even still, because you get so jaded in Hollywood, you think, ah, oh, no, you know, until it's actually on the screen and and you can hear things coming out and there's a visual in front of you on this giant screen. You go, oh, I guess it's I guess they did do it. <laughs> uh, but I I'm I'm so glad they did. And, and and to have my name on a poster. I mean, honestly, personally, just looking back, there's a poster in my studio here, and I see my name on it. I go, how the hell did that happen? Paul <laughs> <laughs> Giamatti, David K. <laughs> Who the hell is he? <laughs> uh, so normally in video games, actors record solo in a booth. Uh, was that the same as the movie? Was it the same cast? And were you recording with others for the movie? The only thing we did together, uh, we, we did the first record of some stuff was... Um, Jim Ward, oh, I just love Jim Ward. He's freaking talented, and it's every time he opens his mouth, I laugh. Being in the same room with him and uh, James Arnold Taylor was a real treat because you're right. We, the game, I never saw anyone. James Arnold Taylor and I, and I think you've read it on different forums and Twitter feeds and email threads that we hadn't worked, we, we didn't know each other uh, until probably game six, oh, where wow. we had never met. Uh, all I used to go in and do my stuff and go home, and, and you never really knew who else was, you know, was in there. So the film gave us a chance to work together, and there was a few uh, really cool scenes where normally feature films because of people's uh, schedules and stuff, and especially if you're dealing with celebrities, there's no way they're going to be all in, to, in a room together like they do for we we do for you know Ben Ten Omniverse or Avengers Assemble and all those other shows. We're all in the room together for television but for feature films they usually you're acting by yourself in a room and so mm -hmm. for James Arnold Taylor and myself to be together um, you know over the course of the the you know three four years we did the thing in, in the room recording was really a, a real treat but most of the time in a feature film you're in there by yourself emoting with the, the director or your own imagination so if you have a great imagination um, 
<laughs> I, <laughs> as a child, I think that served me well now. <laughs> I can create whole worlds with nobody around. <laughs> cool. So since you've done TV, movie, and games now, uh, do you prefer one over the other? Or are they all pretty comparable? Or I, I love I love behind the microphone. I gotta say, I mean, I did do on camera, and, and even now, if I'm asked to do on camera roll or something comes up, sure, I love it. I love I love when I'm on set. I think, oh yeah, I remember this. This this is great. This is cool. There's a lot of waiting around. A lot of waiting around. Mm. Um, but still, it's the whole. I'm more interested when I'm on set in front of the camera doing something. I'm more interested in what's happening behind the set. I'm, I'm making friends with the sound guys and making friends with the, you know the lighting guys and the camera guy. I'm fascinated by what goes on behind the scenes. I wish I guess makes was the reason I'm more comfortable behind the microphone. I just I as where I live. Um, I mean, animation, cartoons, and video games are certainly uh, you know when you if you have, if you have a box of chocolates, you know I'm doing. Oh my god, I'm doing a Forrest um, <laughs> Gump analogy. <laughs> um, it's it's the it's your favorite ones. You know you know the hard candies are kind. Of, oh, they're good, but and then you get a soft one. You go, oh, wow, that's awesome. That's sort of where that lies with me is is, is video games and, and cartoons and, and feature film animation stuff. Um, cool. I'm also a big fan of doing movie trailers, and I'm finally able to uh, to be working in in that genre. I just love that. Um, oh, okay. This has been a goal since I was a kid, and and you know, network television or cable and doing promos. Uh, I was working for the O.J. Simpson um, series on FX, which was which was a lot of fun. Oh, cool. And uh, so you're, you're sort of busy on a daily basis when those shows are, are, are happening. But in general, anything behind the mic always trumps in front of the camera for me because I just I love this being behind this beautiful old sexy microphone here. <laughs> uh, so you have uh, voiced many, many incredible characters. I mean, like just looking at your IMD page, there's like so many characters. Um, or are there any uh, franchises or series that you would love to be a part of that you haven't been a part of yet? Star Wars. Star Wars. I did. Ooh. I did do a couple of episodes, um, and James are, James wasn't there at the time. He was. He wasn't in the cast. But it was such a great cast, um, and uh, which uh, you know, uh, Clone Wars. I have a couple of episodes of that. Uh, but anything in that genre, uh, I would jump at the chance to do something like that. That's always been a goal of mine. Um, cool. A good goal. Anything, anything Star Wars because I, you know, I have a bunch of toys in the garage, and I, I, I go through them once in a while. And go, oh, I would love to have done him. Oh, you know those characters like like the yeah, Jabba the Hutt. Those type of things were like an alien thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, just to do something like that, create a language that would be just so cool. Yeah, that's cool. Nice. All right. Um, I think. Do you guys have any other questions? That's all I had. No. No? No? Okay. <laughs> um, so since we have a bit of time left, uh, normally we end our podcast with a small game. Um, so a small game. A small I'm game. Play a game. <laughs> yes. Right. Um, so if you're willing, uh, this one's called Questions Only. All right. And uh, so the rules in here. Should I be scared? Probably. Mm, okay. A little bit. No. No, you, you should not be scared. <laughs> oh, dear. I'm sure you'll be better at this than us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're, you're a talented man. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. <laughs> okay, so yeah, the questions... <laughs> oh, no, no. Yeah, so um, questions only. The, this is the rules. Uh, in this game, we can only speak in questions. Two players start. When someone loses, they are out for the turn, and the next player will then pop in to continue with another question. Um, so who wants to start it off with me? 
Amanda. Amanda. Amanda wants to. Okay. I can see. So, okay, again, what do I have to do? Okay, so um, this is this is just an example between me and Amanda. We're only going to speak in questions, and the scene is there are evil robots are, are coming to destroy the world, and we are the world's only hope. Oh. Oh. So <laughs> world's in trouble. Yes, we can only speak in questions, and I'll start it off. What do we do? What are those things? Can't you see those? What are you pointing at? It's okay. Okay. So, oh, I get it. Okay. okay. Yes. So that's kind of like, a- yeah, kind of like a whose line is it anyway? They have a game like that. Mm-hmm. If you've seen that show. Um. Yeah. So I'm out. Corey's in. I'm in. I'm in. Where'd you come from? I don't. I. Oh my god. Out. <laughs> good. So good at this. All right. And then David, jump, and then you can jump in with your question. Who are these people? Don't you know? I thought you knew. Why would I know? Aren't you the smart one? Ooh. Mm. <laughs> I think that. <laughs> nope. Oh. <laughs> yes. Hey, stop. Finally. The Titan is taken down. <laughs> oh, hush. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> Cool, cool. Um, you want to continue or get you go one more time? Okay, one more time. Um, so I guess I jump in. Um, will these weapons destroy these enemies? I thought you knew. How would I know? Didn't you design the weapons? I was. (laughs) 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 Oh dear. (laughs) All right, I think that's okay. Yeah, we all lost. Yeah, we're all lost. We we lost. You, you won, won, David. You won. Really? Yeah. I don't win anything. Wow. <laughs> yes. I have a volleyball trophy from from, from 1970. No, from 1980 behind me. That's the only trophy I've ever won. So, you know, if there's any trophy for this, I'd certainly gladly accept one in the mail. But cool. otherwise, a win is good. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, so is there anything you want to promote? Um, anything you want to... Um... Talk about well, yeah, certainly. I mean, uh, if you haven't got a chance to play the game, uh, go pick it up. It is it is amazing. It, it looks is. incredible. Insomniac um, has just outdid themselves again. They're amazing folks. The movie is still out. Um, please go see it. It's a lot of fun. Uh, oh, yes. Support our little movie. It's, 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 it's really a ton of fun. And if you know the series at all, even if you don't, it's really a great, great flick to see. It's just, you know, you go away for, for an hour and a half and, and have a lot of, uh, a lot of laughs. Yes. And so it's coming. DVD will be out. I'm sure they'll, they'll announce that at some point and, and digital streaming. And uh, there's also, let's see, um, uh, Avengers Assemble is is uh, is out there. And I get to play some some bad guys and some good guys. And also, uh, this is an audio book we got coming out. One of my oh. first big audio books. And, cool. And uh, it's called... Uh, the Cat's Maw, written by a good friend of mine, Brooke Burgess. It's winning awards all over the place. Oh, wow. uh, literally, it's uh, it's called The Cat's Maw, and that's released sometime this summer as an audiobook, and it's fully produced, and there's some voices and some cool stuff, and it's a great story. So that's that'll be coming out uh, soon as well. Cool. Yeah, I'll check that out. And uh, yeah, so I think that's pretty much it. Thank you, David, uh, for Thank you. joining. Of course. <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks, thanks again. I pre- really appreciate it. Oh, thank you. Absolutely. Thank you so much. much. All right, cheers. Have a good night. You too. Hey, everyone. Hope you enjoyed this episode of the One Track Punk Show. If you like this episode, be sure to rate and review it on iTunes, as well as sharing the podcast with other people who need some inspiration. You can follow me on various social media by searching One Track Punk, 
Twitter for updates, Instagram for artwork, Snapchat for vlogs. You can also support me by subscribing to my Patreon at patreon.com slash onetrackpump. By doing so, you can get early access to the content I am creating. Thank you, everyone, and remember to get inspired. Get inspired.